Hey everyone, I'm Charles and this is the 8th episode of 5050, the best and worst of IMDb, which is a rebranded podcast that we originally called The Good, The Bad, and The Podcast. We hope you enjoy it. All right, and we're back for another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Podcast. I'm Finally! Cri- I know, it's been a while. I'm Christopher. And I'm Charles. All right, and today we're going to be reviewing the 43rd best and 43rd worst movie of all time, according to the Internet Movie Database. That's right. And the, uh, the 43rd best movie of all time is WALL-E, a Pixar film. And the 43rd worst movie of all time is Soul Taker. I'm sorry, but... No one's heard of Soul Taker. But why are these two up against each other? <laughs> it's it's not, like wholesome family fun, well, and then... Yeah, well, you, you say up against each other as though there's some sort of direct head-to-head You know I always compare it like that. That's how I've always uh, seen well, it. Well, yeah, I got it. The fates align them up, so to yeah, speak. Well, it's a Greek tragedy in some way or another. It's unfortunate yes. for somebody. Um, I don't think Soul Taker cares. <laughs> no, Soul Taker is totally indifferent at this point. Um... <laughs> Well, let's let's well, let's dive right in. What do you say? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, Wally. Yeah. Go and get the synopsis. Okay. So, Wally. Um, again, according to the Internet Movie Database, plot summary: In the distant future, a small waste-collecting robot inadvertently embarks on a space journey that will ultimately decide the fate of mankind. It pretty, sounds pretty epic. That's not how I would describe Wally. <laughs> it's not at all how I would describe Wally. But right. that's. I mean. Honestly, I think at this point, most people have seen Wally. Most people. And quite frankly, if you haven't seen Wally, you need to go get it. It's a good movie. Oh, you spoiled yourself. Well, I like the movie. I just like saying spoiled yourself, okay. but. <laughs> Look, I, I like the film. Okay, I do. And I, I, I like it for many reasons. Okay, I. Is for, it your favorite Pixar film? I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's way up there. I, I think I think I may. I don't know. I don't want to tip my hand too much because I think we're going to see some of the other ones on the rest of the list. As, are there other Pixar films on this I list? I think there are. I can't are. remember. I think there are. The point being, though, I, I don't want to spoil it too much, but there are others that I enjoy more because they're more traditional stories. This one is a very... The, the structure on this film is all over the place mm-hmm. in a good way. Not in like that Full Metal Jacket kind of way, but like yeah. in that... Man, wow. Yeah. That's like the second time we ripped that movie. <laughs> well, it's a, the structure's weird in that it's like movie. like the good half, the bad half. Which one? Yeah, but see, this movie, though, feels kind of like that. Okay, for, for those of you who don't know, Wally's a little robot, right? He's been left on Earth, tasked with cleaning up Earth, because we've wrecked it, right? And so his job is And he's is powered to, by Apple. And he's powered, yes, clearly powered by Apple. Apple is all over this thing. But he's, he's a little robot, and he is solar-powered, and he's been running for 700 years just yeah. cleaning up our mess. And... You know, it makes for a good movie, but the thing is, he doesn't ever speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can he can kind of say things every now and then. And he loves the movie Hello Dolly. He does, but but what makes him great is that he doesn't speak. And so when you're watching it, the whole movie is set. And I mean this seriously. You're not married, are you? <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, what I'm getting at though is what I like about it is it's like a silent movie. Right? It all plays on the visual. It all plays well, on the all that. Well, the first, what did you say, 45 minutes? Is silent. It's like Castaway. Yeah. In a good in way. In reverse. Yeah. It's like a good Castaway. No. I like Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. We're totally on opposite sides of this, but whatever. I, look, Castaway, I enjoy Castaway, but I'm saying I, like, I just like the way that they do such a good job of setting up this character and setting up this situation in total silence. And I love Fred Willard. I love that they use live action people yeah, in yeah. a Pixar film. They do. When I first caught that, I thought it was going to be like a picture of him because they kind of right. But no, no, he's no, he's, he's the president. He's all over it. It's yeah, awesome. yeah, it's great. It's great. It's awesome. And 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 then they bring in 
then, then you know, so you have this little guy who's running around, and, and to me, and I don't mean this detrimentally, I mean this complimentary, he, he feels like a little Labrador, right? He's like your little pet. That, that's really sweet and kind, and he, he just, he's always doing what he's, he's supposed lonely. to be doing. Yeah, he's lonely. He's grown a conscience, I guess, kind of, over he's, 700 he's, years. He's developed a, a, a he, yeah, he's very curious. Yeah. The scene when he's, like, playing with the trash that he's finding is mm-hmm. pretty funny, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and, but then, then you have, then you have the other robot show up, Eve, Eva. Eva. Right, right, she shows up, and then you get, then you get something that you never thought you'd see. You get a, a robot love story. Which is, it's, it's kind I'll of... I'll be honest, I, I've seen it before. I don't want to know where you saw a robot love story before. There's plenty of films on robot love wanna, stories. I don't want to know where you... The point Surely. is... come on. The point is, it's, it's actually really, like, sweet and t- tender and kind. Con- it's good. It's very, very good. And then it all goes to crap. And then everything bad happens. She no, clams I mean, the film up. quality, everything. Oh, What? So, no. what you here's say? how I feel about this movie. Okay. <laughs> so, I thought we were going to be once on the same page. Obviously not. Go ahead, go ahead. The first part of the movie, I'd give it a 10. I love the first part. When they get up in space, it's two on the nose for me. Two? Two on the nose. A two. No, no, I would give it a... I wouldn't give it a two, but it's two on the nose. Oh, it's two it's not, on it's the not, nose. It's not TWO. I, th- I thought you Don't. meant, like, I'd give it a 10, and then when they get into space, my rating drops to a two. It you might, mean that it's preachy is what you're getting it's at. It's preachy. It's a little too preachy. Yeah. It's silly. The yeah, tone of it completely it, shifts. It does. I don't like the captain. I don't like any of the arguments there. I do. I understand. Um, I understand. It just gets way too silly. And at the end, spoiler, oh, here's a tree or whatever. Here's a plant. We can grow food They found with the it. plant at the beginning. I know, but they planted it at the end. The captain plants it and he's showing the little kid. But he's showing it and he's like... And he clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. It's gonna grow pizza. What? What is he? No, he doesn't. They don't know anything. Even that's silly, though. What the heck? But the but the point is, I, I don't know. Look, I, when I saw the movie, I agreed with you. This is kind of like no, Tree of Life. When I mm-hmm. in okay, that so look, in when, that it's a it's a good film wrapped in crap. God, see, I, I okay. I just had to jab I, you at Tree of Life. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I'm sorry about that. But look, here's really. the thing. When I saw Wally the first time in theaters, I agreed with you. I thought, man, this is really preachy. It feels way too on the nose, and and it bought that bothered me. Watching it again, I didn't. I didn't feel that way this time. I felt like it was not that it was subtle by any stretch. It's not okay. It's not subtle, but I didn't. I didn't feel that it was near as preachy as I had remembered it being. Right. I, I feel like my and my, it's dark too. It's really dark. It is a really dark Pixar movie. You're dealing with like, you're dealing with like a total holocaust of life on Earth. Yeah. I mean, like, and that one spaceship. It's full like of idiocracy. They basically everybody's gotten fat, lazy, and they're off in space floating around. I haven't around seen forever. idiocracy, but I mean, I know the, I get the concept. And I, oh, the other thing, I was the casting director for that movie. That's scary <laughs> in a weird way. Levels. Yeah. Okay. Cast, so, the actual casting director is probably not hearing this, but if he were, he'd be mad at you. Kind of, but I really kind of was actually. Okay. So anyway, I the I liked the other things about this movie that were like the obvious, blatant, <laughs> like hey, this is two thousand one that we're mimicking right here. Yeah, you know, and it was just like, uh, oh okay, and Castaway, you know, and Castaway, yeah. But I, I just I didn't feel it was near as preachy. I think because this time I was maybe focused a little bit more on the Wally Eva story and able to just kind of like gloss over the captain stuff. Because yeah, the captain stuff was really just pointed. Yeah, right. It was really direct. And, and, and I get that. But at the same time, if you have... I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Because it would... I just think it would have been better with no humans. 
you know, it was originally supposed to be. Or they were supposed to be. Or aliens. like, like the, you know that, right? I didn't know they that. They were actually. supposed to be green, gelatinous blobs. See, that would have been better. Aliens, and they were supposed. To, it was supposed to be that Earth had been discovered after humans had wrecked it all to pieces, and we had all gone extinct, and the aliens showed up and found it. I would like that more. Actually, I mean, it honestly felt really. I mean, I'm not even kidding right now. It felt like 2001 in that respect. That like, the aliens Except found that made life. Sense. It was like 2001, but instead of the aliens coming to Earth when it's just monkeys, the aliens came to Earth after we were all gone and there was just Wally. Gotcha. Right? And they realized, like, oh, there's actually life there. We can go inhabit this planet. And at the end of the movie, the aliens came back and colonized Earth and started life over. See, that might have been a better movie. I, they, you know, I don't know, though, because to me, it almost feels like it would have been kind of detached. I wouldn't have figured out how to relate to that. You know what I mean? It's just that somewhere along the way you lose the whole love story. It's kind of like Titanic, right? I mean, you you got this whole thing going on, this crazy I don't stuff. Know how but to respond of Wally being compared to Titanic, in the sense that it's it's a really this epic thing, but it's a love story at the heart of it. Right. Titanic focused more on the love story. Right. And that's what you remember. It said against it. This one, it's like the love story is there, but it detached all that. You, directive. You know, you know I, I I get no, and I and I agree. I think the strength of this movie. Is in the love story. Yes, it's not in the in the. But do you easily agree? considered preachy environmental? Do you agree they kind of like uh, just sidetrack that for a while? I do, and I and I agree with you. I feel like, and, and I understand where you're coming from. I don't think it completely derailed the movie quite as much as you do, but I feel like they definitely got to the point where the love story was there, but it doesn't matter anymore. Right. Whereas in Titanic, a giant boat is sinking and thousands of people are dying, but all I'm worried about is are Jack and Rose going to be together, right? This yeah. one, this one, they just they didn't do that. It didn't it didn't maintain that the whole movie. They personalized it. It though. came back to it at the end, but for a lot of it, it was more focused on the captain right. and his shenanigans with the thing. Yeah, I mean, I can so, see that. I well, so that. all in all, what would you give it? I mean, I'd give this one pretty high. I really would. I, I mean, like nine, ten? Well, not quite a nine. Maybe an eight, eight and a half. And it's not your, not maybe not your favorite Pixar film. I will say, on a side note, it's not my favorite Pixar film either. Mm -hmm. But as far as the look of it, the oh, cinematography, the look is gorgeous. They, you know, Roger Deakins. Yes, came in I was going to say that. How to do that? But here's the thing. I think <sighs> there hasn't been a better looking Pixar film before or after. No, no. So, and and, and I agree with you too that not only did the story radically shift when they got into space. But the look of the film deteriorated greatly. Too. Yes, it did. And and and, like and on not, Earth, it was amazing. It looked it looked like a documentary. Yeah, I mean, it was phenomenal. even the way there was like shaky camera and zooms. Yep. They did yep. a lot of like when yeah. he's being when all the shopping the carts, carts are chasing yeah. him and it zooms yeah. in. Yeah, I like that shot. And so I think I, I think you're right. I think the visuals degraded a lot. But you're right. This was the best looking Pixar movie. Period. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, nothing's come close. Yeah, they really went for. I mean. It's almost photorealistic yeah. at points. There are many points when you could just take a still of it. And it doesn't look like a cartoon at all. Right. Um, Which is why I think the live action Fred Willard was a good touch at the beginning, especially. Right. Right. Um, so I don't know. I feel I would probably give this an eight and a half. I really would. Because I think artfully how well the movie's done. I think some of the stuff we were just mentioning mm -hmm. is way up there. I feel like the way they're able to not only build romantic tension, build all that stuff between two robots with no dialogue. I mean, really, like, that's that's well-done stuff. And I feel like the subject matter is pretty high up there, albeit a little preachy at times. I mean, the concept of, like, how what it we, means to be a steward of Earth and all that stuff. How do we get through I mean, this review without mentioning AI and without mentioning Johnny Five, <laughs> Short Circuit? I don't understand what just happened. It does look like, it does look what like Short Circuit. Is, what do we do? Or the, I don't know. Or the, do you remember the Nintendo robot, Rob? Yeah. That's, how do we do? I, uh, you know. All right, so what, do you, what did you say you were going to give it? I'd like, give it an eight and a half. Okay. 
I first half I would have given it a ten. Yeah. But I'm gonna drop it to a seven. Okay. Because I don't like the that far. Yeah, it really? is, unfortunately. It just never quite picks so, up. So so when did it sh- when was the shift? Was it when he left the planet? Was it when they came back and picked up Eve? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because okay. I, I even like the kind of slapstick when he's being electrocuted in the rain and right. and he's trying to like grab her hand. Because that's really I mean, that's really sad. Yeah, I like, love I mean that's really it's like heart wrenching to watch. Yeah, it is, but I love it. I love I love how kind of he's a goofy, lovable character. Right. And I love again, all that. again, I come back to it just I have a Labrador. And yeah. it reminds me of what my Labrador would do. Like, she would play fetch for me forever if I asked her to. I think and it's insulting to Wally. I don't think that... No, I consider that a pretty high honor to compare him to that. I guess you really like your dog. I love my dog. Okay, so uh, moving on. Now let's... Uh, to n- next we're going to talk... So I'll give it an eight and a half and you give it a seven. Yes. That's, still, that's still pretty we're, even yeah, for us. Even that's yet. not bad. That's, not bad. That's, that's pretty close. So let's go ahead and move on back to, to uh, the 43rd worst movie of all time. Uh, Soul Taker. Yes. Um, <clears throat> this film stars Joe Estevez. Yes. That, is that is that Emilio's dad? I'm really not familiar enough. No, with no. The... Uh, Emilio's dad is uh, is Martin Sheen. Oh, that's right. But is but this, but Joe Estevez is, is Martin Sheen's brother. Brother, right? Okay. He looks like Emilio Estevez, but they he do. sounds like Martin Sheen. It's really odd. That's a that's a good combination. You would think it would make a fantastic <laughs> no, actor. No, you would not. Think. Okay, so but if if you look like Emilio and sound like Martin Sheen, okay, you're thinking Emmy, right I'm there. Gonna, uh, Emmy. <laughs> I like that it's an Emmy. Is this okay? So <laughs> daytime um, Emmy, maybe. Um, People's Choice Award. Razzie. Okay, so no, no, detail, no. The, the plot summary here, according to the Internet Movie Database, ah, is yes. four teenagers are killed in a car accident, two of the teenagers refuse to go with the Grim Reaper, and a race between life and death ensues. They never call him the Grim Reaper in the movie. He's the soul taker. What kind of synopsis are you reading? I'm I'm reading what's on here. I can't help what's written here. I like that the tagline for the movie is, there is no stairway to heaven. Yeah. I, it's, this was another one of our VHS There's uh, no stairway, but apparently there's an elevator to heaven. According to the film, the way you get to heaven is you get on an elevator at a hospital. That's the film. That's not at all what That's I took how they it. get there. I'm just saying. It's, it, this movie is ridiculous. Basically, basically, <sighs> this is what it comes down to. If you saw Final Destination, you're it's getting Final Destination, close. but it's in the, this was 1990, right? Right, and not good. But that's what I'm, not that Final you, Destination did, was good. Well, that's what I'm saying. You probably don't even like Final Destination. I mean, it's okay. I'm just saying this is like Final Destination. It had a little bit of kind of Nightmare on Elm Street kind yeah, of to kinda, it. It had some of that. Yeah. It's basically yeah. it's like this whole other world where they're floating around as spirits, and they're they, able to like interact yeah, with things somewhat, and, but the yeah. people can't see them. Yeah. So it's basically this soul taker's job to go and collect the souls that have been kind of ejected from the bodies. Right. Right. That in and of itself is not a bad plot. I don't mind that. I don't know. I really didn't think it was a bad movie. To be honest, I don't think it deserves to be on this list. I don't list. think so either. I really, I really don't there think There are it's way worse. Absolutely. Like, it, it, what kills me is they, <clears throat> that there has been enough review by people that think this movie is worse than Santa Claus. <laughs> Clearly, none of why these people... Why do you have to go to Santa Claus every it's time? so I bad. agree with you, but why? Because it's the worst movie I've ever seen. You know how many times I've watched it? I don't... Really? It was my holiday movie of choice this year. Every time I got a chance, Santa Claus. Because everyone, they always think, 
Oh, the Tim Allen movie. Yeah, it's just a trick. That's all that is. No. That's just a trick. I love it when they come up and, you know. It's, it's like what we said last time when we were talking about it. It's like, buy this movie if you ever see it, just so you can torture your friends. Because <laughs> really there's no other reason to own that movie. Oh, really but no, uh, but no, Soul Taker isn't that bad. It's really, I mean, it's, it's, hard, not, it's hard to review because it's not that bad of a movie. It's really not. Is it cheesy? Yes. Is it corny? Yes. I would say more dated than anything else. In the 90s. It's, no, it's very dated. In the 1990s, this might have been a decent movie. And I don't think the acting was bad. The worst acting acting was actually Joe Estefes. It, it was. No, and, it was. And I hate that because like, I even like the angel of death that kind of guy with the, the weird look. Well, I don't remember. Was that makeup or is that his regular know, face? Weird. I'm not trying to insult the man if he, if he's he alive. He's just an odd looking dude. He, but he, and he had like a really weird voice. Yeah, it was something funky. He, here's, here's the thing. And I mean this, it, it was like, yes, some of the stuff is just because it's dated. Right. right. But some of the stuff was also like, really? That's, that's how I mean. Like the fact that truly, honestly, the way that your your soul crossed over was you got into an elevator. That's your holdup for this movie, Charles. That was like the crux. Like, oh, it's okay. We're just gonna go to heaven. We'll get in the elevator and push eight. What? That's how you when get to you're accompanied by one of these soul takers or who whatever. apparently uses a little like ring to yeah. take your soul out of your body, and then he keeps your soul in a little plastic ring. It's, How do you want to extract your soul? I mean, if if you had to do it a certain way, the ring is pretty painless. It's not the it's not the pain factor. You understand? It's the I don't understand why it's going into a little ring, and it's not like this isn't like Frodo ring. This isn't like a little gold thing he's wearing his face. This is like two inch diameter, and it's apparently made of glow in the dark plastic. That's that's how they take your soul. That that's what that's how the Grim Reaper does it. Or, I'm sorry, the soul, taker. Maker, a soul taker. The soul taker. I'm sorry. Well, Gabriel was the other dude. Oh, okay. Now, now here's, in the movie's defense, okay, other than just all the dated stuff and clearly low-budget stuff and whatever, all that stuff. Was this actually released in theaters? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember it. But, but the point being, there were some things in there that I thought were actually, like, I, as I was watching, I was like, wow, that was pretty good. Yeah. Like, when they went to the house and the mom saw them yes. and was like, it's all going to be okay, I was like... Wait a minute, why can she see them and no one else can? Like, yeah. I was kind of like, maybe this is just, like, it actually caught me just well, for a second. That's the part where I really started to kind of enjoy it, too. And it, I, I mean, liked stuff at the gas I station. I wouldn't say where... I enjoyed it, but I'm saying, like, it, it did a good job of okay. doing what a film should have done. I'm sorry, I moment. spoke for you. Yeah, don't I enjoyed don't do it. Anymore. Yeah. But no, the gas station part was pretty yeah. funny, but it, it was still not good. Like, I mean, honestly, on a scale of one to ten, I'd probably give this a four. Okay. A five, I feel like, would be a little high. But I could give this a four and be okay with that. I'm going to give it a five. Okay. Of course you are. Of course. But it's just average to me. It's, it's That's not what I'm bad. It's not, I just, it does not deserve to be on this list. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it, I mean, it certainly doesn't deserve the two stars it has on IMDb. I, that's, I think, did, did I this, think these people actually honestly, tried. Did this, I think they did too. Yeah. I really do. I mean, you can, you can see that they didn't have much money. They were dealing at a time when special effects weren't as readily it, available as they are now. And it, I know it's rated R and it's Soul Taker. It's not really a there R is film. Nothing, There's nothing in this film. No, langu- I think language. I don't remember any language. I don't remember any violence. I don't. Honestly, I don't either. I, I don't remember really anything of, bad about this it. This was rated R, really. Yes. Was this before there was a PG-13? No, this was in the '90s. PG-13 oh, was. That's right. No, like, you're right. You're right. After I don't know. Triple Doom, I guess. Yeah. Either way, I feel like the was film... Was it Dan's movie, Dreamscape? Was that the first PG-13? No, no, it was Red Dawn, wasn't it? I th- well, actually, Dreamscape must have got delayed. Red Dawn was the first really released one. Yeah. Gotcha. The, the, I, I feel like the film... Good bit of trivia for you out there. Yeah, if you... Yeah. We, we could probably find it out in about three seconds with our phones, but we're not going to... I like the fact that we just know it off the top of our heads. That bothers me a little bit. Not really. Um, <laughs> 
I don't think it deserves to be on the list. No. I think this probably was something that, and I don't know, did they ever do like a mystery science? I think they theater? did. And, it, and and honestly, if you did, and like you had somebody making fun of everything in the film, yes, you probably think this movie was worse. I've seen someone make fun of Braveheart. I think you could do, yeah, what is it, Rift Tracks? It's the yeah, same yeah. guys, right? So they do. I think there's plenty of stuff like that where you can make fun of anything. Well, mine was a Master Pancake Theater in Austin. I'm doing a shout out to them if they listen and they, you know, Alamo Draft House. I love that place. Why are we doing shout outs? I don't know, because maybe they'll sponsor us. Who knows? We're not getting sponsored by anyone else. That's for sure. God knows we need it. (laughs) Only if we're going to keep doing it. Okay, so I would give the film a four. I'm going to give it a five. Okay, cool. I I think think that's, I mean, I, I really, I would not put this on this list. There, no. are, there are plenty of no. worse movies out there no. that deserve to be mocked, and this isn't But I also wouldn't put Wally on this list either as the 43rd best movie. Uh, no, I agree. I think... Especially because I, I don't know if there's any other Pixar films. If there's I no other Pixar films above no, it, a, maybe. Tr- if there's no other Pixar films above it, I think that's a mistake. I agree, but if I'm saying if this were the only Pixar film on our list, okay, yeah. I'll put it here. But if there's other Pixar films... Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I think, well, and I think Wally, unlike a lot of them is the one film that, that on that, that scale of artfully done to importance, this pre- score's pretty dang high. I mean, you can argue about, like, well, it gets kind of goofy in space or whatever, but, like, the subject matter is still incredibly important. I was going to say, you know, uh, Cars is probably the most important one. Are you kidding me with this? Gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't even say that with a straight face. Yeah, I, I, I can't even listen to it with a straight Okay, so... Um, Neither can they. <laughs> no one is. So... It's true. Touche, Salzman. Touche. <laughs> okay, so what's our ne- what are our next films? Uh, what do we the say? The worst film. Oh, yes. The 40 the 42nd. Second, 42nd worst film of all so, time. So, well, let's, okay. <laughs> The bar- Barbaric Beast of Boggy Creek, part two. Part two. That's the key. Which we think we're going to have a special guest, someone that's actually survived the Boggy Creek monster. The Beast. I, I'm, I'm speechless right now. Because it's a true story. It can't be a true story. <laughs> they, made a, they made a sequel of a true story? Part two? Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part uh, that's Two. That's not true story either. Okay, so then the forty-second best movie of all time is Lawrence of Arabia. I love David Lean. I'm excited about this. Oh, Any God. excuse to sit down and watch Lawrence of Arabia is a good one for me. Yes. Because if the movie's less than three hours, what's the point? I wonder how long Barbaric Crew needs to body think is. Four hours. I'm gonna die. Okay. Because it's a documentary, right? <laughs> yeah, it's gotta. It sounds like it. Barbaric Beast of Boggy Creek Part Two. That sounds like Werner Herzog made that. Okay, we we gotta wrap this up. So next time it'll be Barbaric Beast of Boggy Creek and Lawrence of Arabia. All right. So I'm Christopher. I'm Charles. It's good to be on the podcast. Have a good one.